The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. John the Baptist appeared preaching in the desert of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It was of him that the prophet Isaiah had spoken when he said, A voice of one crying out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. John wore clothing made of camel's hair and had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. At that time, Jerusalem, all Judea, and the whole region around the Jordan were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. When he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce good fruit as evidence of your repentance. And do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God can raise up children to Abraham from these stones. Even now the axe lies at the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree that does not bear good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I am baptizing you with water for repentance, but the one who is coming after me is mightier than I. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand. He will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into his barn, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. These words are given to us each year on the second Sunday of Advent. The continued invitation for us to turn our hearts to our Lord, to prepare the way. The coming of the kingdom. Christ wants to come to us. Christ, our King, desires to come to befriend us. He wants to give us life, to give us peace. He wants to give us the joy and happiness that only come from him. Our Lord desires to come to us. In the ancient days, when the king was going to another place, they literally would have to prepare the roads. They didn't have the nice paved highways like we have these days. So when it was time for the king to go from place to place, they would have to go and fill in the spots where the the washout from rain had maybe uh, made the road difficult to travel or impossible to pass, to be able to make things smooth, to make the road straight, rather than to be curving too much, lest the king be slowed down and it become unsafe. This isn't a foreign idea to us. Because we know that whenever the president or the governor or some other notable person is coming in town, they don't just ride through and stop at all the red lights. They have a motorcade and the police go ahead of them, stop the traffic so they can proceed directly through the town or wherever it is to be able to go to where they are intending to arrive. They prepare the way and the one goes quickly. And our Lord desires to come quickly to us as well. And we must prepare the path. 
and the path is prepared by repentance from our sins. St. John, looking out, seeing the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the leaders of the Jewish community, coming to him, he had no kind words for them. You brood of vipers. Wouldn't that be a nice greeting to hear from somebody? You brood of vipers, good to see you. <laughs> Obviously not good, right? Because a viper is, the, is hearkening to the, to the ancient sign, the ancient serpent, the devil, the evil one. He's basically calling them sons of Satan. And he says, produce fruits of your repentance. Show me that you're not here just to be part of the crowd. Show me you're not here just to be able to say, yeah, I did that too. Show me some fruits. Don't presume to say we are sons of Abraham and to act as if that is enough. Show me your life has changed. If John the Baptist were to come to us today, his message would be something to this effect. Don't just presume because you're Catholic you're going to heaven. Don't just presume that just because you were baptized or you made your confirmation that all is well. Don't even presume that just because you come to Mass on Sundays regularly that you have nothing to fear and your salvation is guaranteed. Indeed, anyone can come and fulfill those obligations. But it does not mean they have been converted at heart. The Lord looks not to see if we filled the pew the right amount of times. Or if we did the right ritual, if we received the right washing. Our Lord looks for one fruit from us. And it's that of repentance for our sins. To turn away from sin. Because it was not missing in a place in church. It was not not having us one simple washing that is separated from us from God. It is sin that separates us from God. Original sin to start with, but then our own, our own actual committed sin as we go through our days. It's those things that put up the barriers that wash out the way that Christ may desire to come to us. It is sin that must be cast away. It is sin within the human heart that makes us desire more sin. It is sin that keeps us blind in, in our minds and in our hearts to the things that God is doing and desires to do within us. Sin ultimately makes us turn on ourselves. So the only thing we see is self. And so the Lord bids us repent. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Go to confession. This is how we repent of our sins as Catholics. We don't have to go to a washing elsewhere. We've already received our washing in baptism. Sometimes people of other congregations of other Christian communities, whenever they, whenever they, they feel a call to repent again, when they have some conversion of life, they'll get baptized again or again or again. Now, there's no limit to the number of baptisms because that each one is a washing, a washing again. But for us, we have one baptism. Scripture tells us this. But where is it that we get washed in the blood of the Lamb? In this little room right here in the confessional. Here we are washed clean. Here we prepare. 
when the Lord calls us to repent of our sins through St. John the Baptist, he doesn't say, turn from sin and be perfect today. He says, turn from your sin, repent. For the vast majority of us, I would think nearly all of us, we turn away from our sin and then we strive to live a life of holiness and then inevitably, it can be days, weeks, months, years, but more often than not, at least for me, it's minutes, I start to turn back to my sin. I turn back to that thing that is comfortable to me. The Lord bids us, whenever we come to repent of our sin, he bids us not to be perfect immediately, but to have a desire to be perfect. To have a resolve within our heart to continue to persist in striving to be perfect. Essentially, the Lord calls us not to give up trying. And if we're willing to do this, his grace will do the rest for us. And this is the beauty of the sacrament of reconciliation, of confession. We go and we tell the Lord our sins, we repent of our sins, and then he gives us the grace. He gives us the strength to be able to actually do the things that we desire. He makes us fruitful. He makes us good fruit. Sometimes, though, we have a reluctance to go to confession for any number of 100 reasons and more. Sometimes we're reluctant simply even to go because when it comes down to it, we don't want to give up our sin. Whether if there's a reluctance to go to confession in general, whether there's a desire to cling to our sin, no matter what may keep us from repenting of our sin and turning fully to Christ, I would encourage you to pick up one practice that will help you guaranteed to draw closer to our Lord. Pray the rosary. Pray the rosary. Today is the 8th of December. Usually that means today we would be celebrating the Feast of the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the day in which Our Lady was preserved by God's grace from all sin. From the first moment that she existed in the womb of St. Anne, she was preserved from sin by God's grace. That she might be able to bear the, the Son of God worthily and help us to be freed from sin and led to eternity. The Sunday celebration outranks that feast, but it doesn't mean we still can't take our cues from Our Lady today. To pray the rosary... It's not a magic trick. It's not a nice trinket. It's not a a religious rabbit's foot that if you rub it the right way or if you pass the beads through your fingers at just the right pace, God will preserve you. No, that's superstition. That is contrary to our faith. What the rosary is, it's a sitting next to Our Lady, asking her to help us to pray, to contemplate the life of Jesus, to consider the life of Christ, in our own minds, and in considering it to allow the grace of his life to be given to our soul. This is what praying the rosary does for us, is it brings us to the mind of Christ and makes us more like Christ with the help of our Blessed Mother. Blessed Alain de Rocher, a wonderful man of God, holy man of God, had a rich devotion to our Blessed Mother. And he had this to say. He says, if you would like to be freed from sin, 
pray the rosary every day, one of two things will happen. Either you will quit sinning or you'll quit praying the rosary because you'll realize that you prefer sin to God's grace. Pray the rosary every day. And one of those two things will happen. And then we'll see where we stand. To turn to Our Lady is a wonderful opportunity. St. Louis de Montfort said that going to, going to Our Lord by way of Our Lady, asking her to pray with us, to pray for us, to perfect our prayers in their imperfection, is certainly the surest and most secure and easiest route by which to find Christ. And so as we continue in this Advent season, and we heed this call to repent from our sins, ask Our Lady to pray for you and to pray with you. Whatever grace it is that we need, whether it's to continue to cooperate with the grace that God has given us, to continue to turn from our sins, to turn from our sins maybe for the first time, to have the grace to make that final, that scary step of walking into the confessional, of admitting sin. Our Blessed Mother longs to do these things for us because our Son longs to come to us. Christ our King loves us. He loves you immensely. He wants to be with you. He wants to give you his peace. And you want it as well. So let us repent of our sins. Let us turn from the things of this world that we might have the things of Christ. To rejoice with Our Lady as our Lord comes to us.